Hola, somos Tania Moreno y Daniela Álvarez de TCU. Y estás escuchando College Volleyball Weekly. ¡Go Frogs! This is Tania Moreno and Daniela Álvarez from TCU. And you're on College Beach Volleyball Weekly. ¡Go Frogs! Hi everyone, I'm Charlie Ekstrom of Stanford Beach Volleyball and you are listening to College Volleyball Weekly Beach Edition. Hi, I'm Alana Rennie of Arizona Beach Volleyball. And I'm Alex Parker of Arizona Beach Volleyball. And you're listening to College Beach Volleyball Weekly. Is that right? No. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, good day, everyone, and welcome to College Volleyball Weekly Beach Edition Top 20. And uh, I'm excited to have these guests on because me, as well as Mads and Charlie, we're tracking these two on the East Coast. We have FAU's Erica Brock and Mackenzie Morris. Uh, thanks for coming on the show today. Talk about stuff. Yeah, of course. <laughs> thanks for having us. us. <laughs> well, let me read this little intro paragraph so that people get a sense of who you are if they haven't been tracking. But both Eric and McKenzie made history for FAU's beach volleyball team by becoming the number one pair on the team, helped the team be ranked 11th nationally, had the most individual wins in FAU history, and led the team to its first ever Coastal Collegiate Sports Association or CCSA championship, and have had a phenomenal 4.5 year career for the Owls. Mm -hmm. So obviously we know the 0.5 is because of COVID shutting things down, but uh, ladies, quite, quite a handful of accomplishments there already for your career. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Well, let, let's look at the 2021 season right off the bat. And just in case you guys are wondering, Mads and Charlie have not left the show. They just are doing what I think some people would be doing on Valentine's Day, being with their significant others. So <laughs> I didn't say anything to offend them. And I didn't embarrass them. Just so heads up. <laughs> so, but the Owls finished 20 and 10 during the uh, 2021 season. Uh, looking back at what are your thoughts on your team's finish? We'll start with you, Mackenzie. Um, I think overall we had the best team culture that we've had all four years that I've been here. It was just like an amazing season. And obviously we won a uh, conference. So that was extremely exciting. But um, looking back, we did have like our bumps in the road. I was out with COVID. We had a bunch of people in and out. We had some injuries. So I think overall we just did a really good job of navigating through all of the things that were outside of our control and trying to do our best and finish strong. Yep. Erica, thoughts on that season? I think uh, the season, it was definitely our best culture season, but it was also kind of a fun but scary season because every game was 3-2. Like we won 3-2 or we lost 3-2. So every game was super tight, which is, it's always fun when it comes down to the last court, but it's also scary at the same time. So I think this year we're going to try and pull ahead more on some of these teams. Well, I know we were talking about your, your team specifically, your pair. But even you guys, you guys lost in three set tie breaks, if you lost at all, it seemed like, as I looked through your, your stats from last year. Yeah, we went to three a lot. Yeah. And we just always do that. Even at practice, just always, for some reason, we go to three. <laughs> good problem to have, I guess, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's like yeah, good um, During your 2021 season, was there any particular duel that was a highlight of that season and why? And we'll start with you, Erica. I always love playing FSU. Like, and no matter what, like win or lose, like FSU is always a fun, a fun one. And FIU being our rival, but we played FIU and Stetson so many times last year, it was kind of tiring. 
but I think we played FSU a good amount of times and we were very close. Like we personally won, but like our team got very close to beating that very good ranked team. So that's fun. Yep. Uh, Mackenzie, anything to add there? Yours or actually your highlight? Um, I'd say our team's highlight was when we beat FIU for the first time at Stetson. That was just mm -hmm. like a whole momentum changer and first time in FAU history. So that was really exciting. That's from someone who doesn't follow the rivalries on in the CCSA, which is the bigger one, Florida State or FIU? FIU is our big yeah, rival. Yeah, FIU, I'd say, is our biggest rival. But we always just love to have a little friendly competition yeah. and see what we can do against Florida State. So. Friendly competition. Yeah, yes, exactly. I, <laughs> I wonder what Mads would say. I, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. we played her so many times. Yeah, it's fun yeah. playing. So. Now, for the both of you, you've played together at FAU since the start of your collegiate beach careers. Did you think that you'd be as successful as the two of you have been? No. <laughs> no. Talks over the podcast, no. people know that you're saying no. Yeah, <laughs> we both. Uh, so they sent out the lineup our freshman year, the first week back. So in January, they sent out the lineup and they didn't say who was traveled. I guess they sent out the pairs. They didn't say who was on the travel team and who wasn't. They just had like a certain practice thing. It was confusing, but we both were like, oh, we're with another freshman. We're not going to play. Like we're not on the travel team. Like that was sad. Like it was like, I was kind of sad for the first day. And then I realized that we were like on the travel team. And then I was like, oh, what? And then we had never played together. And it just, our, it was our first game day. Cause every Friday we play games against our own teammates and we killed it that game day. So then I was like, maybe this could actually work out, but I never <laughs> thought it would work out for four years. <laughs> yeah. It was kind of a, like a whirlwind of emotions. We had never practiced together, even been in the same practice group freshman year. So I would have never thought that I would be paired with Erica. So when we got sent out the lineups and we were together, it was kind of like a heartbreaking <laughs> moment. And then yeah. We just kind of decided, all right, we're two freshmen. We're the underdogs. We have nothing to lose. So, yeah, Interesting, because at least from my very limited experience in the juniors and the club programs, even you would have experienced each other. Did, was that not the case for you two then, like playing in juniors? I, uh, did we? We played we each other. Play we against time, each other. But I had no idea who she was. <laughs> yeah, we didn't know each other. It was, and we're not even, we're, we're far away from each close. other. So it's weird. But yeah, I never knew Erica before. Just found out about her when we committed. Wow. Her high school came to my high school, like my senior year. And I was like, oh, that girl's also committed. But I had no idea yeah. who you were. It was weird. But I'm going to stuff her anyways, just to let her know that I'm here. Right? Yeah. Yeah, we didn't end up playing each other. It was weird. Oh. Like, yeah, yeah. There was like four teams in the tournament, and then I ended up playing Lexi Denenberg's team, Mare Island, instead of her team. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, the uh, Space Coast Hall of Famer. Yeah, so I'm familiar with the area there. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, looking at your freshman year, both you started at court five, and you finished the season at court three. And your duo also set the program record for wins by a pair in a season, winning 25 matches. At what point did you know that you had something special going on? And I'll start with you, Mackenzie. I'd say it wasn't the first tournament because I'm pretty <laughs> sure they lost all of our games or we played FSU maybe first. won one game. So that was kind of a downer. Yeah, I felt like I let the team down. We played FSU right out the bat and 
it didn't go so great, but um, I don't really know. I guess after that tournament, since we had so many wins in a row, I guess we must have picked it up right right away. So once we started to get a streak and we knew we had a streak, it was kind of like, okay, we have something going. We got to try and mm -hmm. keep up this streak and see how long we can take it. So. Yeah. I remember my our freshman year, we played a tournament in St. Augustine and we played against LSU. And that, that weekend we had gone 4-0. And I think it was our first 4-0 weekend. I'm not sure. And we got like pair of the tournament or something. But when we played LSU and we beat them pretty easily, like our seed and then our whole team beat LSU. Actually, I think it was like 4-1. But um, I was just, I, that's when I think I realized that I was like, oh, we can actually beat some of these pretty good teams. And then it kept going and going and going. <laughs> Great stuff. Um, well, let's go into your sophomore season. I believe it's 2019. Um, that trend continued and your duo now moved into the number two court and you broke your program record for career wins by a pair, uh, which you two set the previous season by telling 32 victories. And you clinched that in a three set win over the number two pair from second rank USC. Um, how are you able to continue this elevated level of success? I think our main like goal when we're out on the court is just to have fun. And I think that's a lot different than a lot of the teams that are out there. It's a lot of like laser focus, technical skills. We're just out here having fun, trying to do our best. And we're always striving to be the number one seed. So sophomore year, we were still underclassmen, underdogs. We wanted to try and prove ourselves to try and make it up to the number one. And yep. I think our priority of having fun keeps us consistent because people, in my experience, people who get super serious, they can also get super in their head and they're just thinking too much. And whenever we're like having a bad game, we're like, okay, well, we're out here having fun and that's all that really matters. And then the game kind of turns around. Wow. But I think we put in a lot of work on the court and off the court because she got me into CrossFit. So we've been we like, I think after sophomore year, I started doing CrossFit on top of our list and practice and stuff. So. Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, actually it was following your social posts, like, dang, these two are like monsters in the gym. <laughs> I like burning calories watching your guys' videos. <laughs> now, um, obviously everyone had to hit this huge pause in 2020 and, um, but coming out of it into your first full season uh, since the pandemic, what was your team's mindset going into 2021? And we'll start with you, Erica. Well, we ended that COVID season 11 and one and our first and our only loss was a game that we don't even think we should have lost. It was just unfortunate, but I think we were like fired up that we had such a good team and we didn't have that many people leave. We only had two people leave and we had some people come in. So we were fired up that like we could continue the streak of wins. And I think we just believed in each other. Our team culture was just amazing. And it was nice because we could travel everyone and everyone got in the lineup at one point. So that was pretty awesome. Yeah. And it was just cool to see how deep our team is. We can't say anything to add there. Uh, I think the main thing we focused on when we got back was not taking a day for granted. And that was the thing that we said for a while, probably the whole fall was like, we're back at school, but we never know, like tomorrow they could shut us back down or everyone could get COVID and we'd be out for two weeks. So it was just trying to take every drill, every practice, every game day 
and just making the most out of it. So we do yeah. gratitude stuff weekly. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty cool. Awesome. Now, um, you two continue to rack in the awards through your senior season uh, with adding on to your, your, your awards from your freshman through junior years, uh, multiple national and conference honors. You've had big wins over FSU twice. Um, gosh, how are you able to continue to elevate your games, even though you're already at such a high bar and you're on the number one court at this point? So Mackenzie, I'll start with you. <laughs> I guess just continue to play our game and try and focus on our side, have fun and just not let all those awards and honors kind of get to us. You know, we're still humble. We still feel like the freshmen who are trying to earn our spot. So it's just a matter of having fun and playing our game. Yeah. Anything to add, Erica? I think our team does a good job of pushing us because they know us. We've been there for so long. They know our tendencies. They know what we like to do. They know our weaknesses. So I think they definitely are really good at exploiting that while we're playing them. So they make it better. <laughs> <laughs> exploiting your weaknesses so they can take over your spot, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, uh, last year as a bubble team, and you weren't able to make Gulf Shores for the national championship, but um, how has that shaped you, your pair, and your team's mindset coming into this 2022 season? And uh, whoever feels free, jump in. <laughs> we want it. We want it really badly. We want to prove ourselves. Because last year we didn't really get to play any of the West Coast teams. So it was kind of like divided West Coast versus East Coast. You couldn't really tell like Stanford got in. But like I wish we could have played them because I like I wanted to see that matchup because you don't really know. You're only comparing them to the teams that they're playing on the West Coast. and You're comparing us to the teams on the East Coast. So we just like want to prove ourselves. So this year we're playing a lot of West Coast teams. So we're coming out strong because we really, really want to prove ourselves. And we really want it. I think as a team, we've kind of decided we don't want to just make it in the top 16 now that they've opened it up. Like we still want to be top eight and make a spot as if they haven't opened it up to all these teams and not just make it to nationals, but do really well and kind of like see how far we can go. So, right. Well, I mean, obviously I didn't, I didn't give you a heads up with this question, but with a tournament field expanding to 16, we're still waiting for details on how that's going to look like. And I'd be willing to bet that FAU would be in there just from what I can gather from data and, and chats and all that stuff. But gosh, how special would that be for you guys in your graduate year? Cause you're both graduate students, correct? Yeah. To play in that tournament. I mean, it's been a goal since freshman year to go to nationals. So the fact that we even have the chance to be here for an extra year and now it's even opened up to an even bigger chance of us being able to go. It's like super cool and mm -hmm. exciting to think that we'd be able to do that and, experience that so. I mean that's the whole goal that you come in here and you're like nationals everyone wants to go to nationals and our first step was conference we had to do really well at conference and we did that so we checked that off so now we want to do well at conference and go to nationals and it'd be cool if it was during our extra year because we're not even really supposed to be here so we're lucky that we got this extra year this extra opportunity to go to the place that we've always wanted to go oh no doubt now let's look at, at your off season at the, uh, after the last ball drop last year, what did you two do, uh, do during the summer uh, for training wise, or did you take a break and just rest the body? We'll start with you, Erica. Well, I, so I live near Lexi Denenberg, Riley Powers and Shay Henson and Lara Booz. I live near all of them. So 
when they come down to Florida. Oh, and Kaylee Cruz and Alyssa Keller too. <laughs> Sorry. It's just like this Orlando Cocoa Beach squad. And so whenever they're down, we'll get a group together and we'll just play. And we just, we play a game and then we switch partners. We play a game, we switch partners, we play a game until we've gone through everyone. And then we'll see if we want to go back around in the circle. So it's some really good competition and really fun playing with other people too, to see what they like and everything. That's and a solid training group for you. Yeah, it is. <laughs> very, How are you, Mackenzie? Very nice. I have a little bit of a different experience in the off season. Um, I had her come <laughs> once. Yeah, I, <laughs> I don't really have anybody to play with in Jacksonville. When I'm home, I'll play co-ed pickup with my brother sometimes, but usually I just play in tournaments with Erica whenever we can and just focus on CrossFit and getting stronger. Mm -hmm but kind of take like a little bit of a break from volleyball, like throughout the week kind of stuff. So it's gotta be good for you mentally. I mean, whatever works yeah. for you, right? Exactly. It's Come nice back nice. fresh. And then you and Erica comes in after getting beat down or applying <laughs> the beat down on others. Yeah. <laughs> it's, now, some days are good. Some days are bad. <laughs> now coming out of the 2021 season, uh, your team earned a berth into the main draw of the Manhattan beach open uh, based on your second place finish at the Clearwater open. Uh, what was it like to play in such a famed event and actually garner a 17th place finish? I, it was crazy. I don't know. I'm, it was just like, I got the email and I remember sending it to Erica and I was like, is this even real? Like, did we they didn't need to send this real. to us? I was like, are you like okay, who's playing a joke on us? Yeah. <laughs> we were like, are they asking us to come to qualify? Yeah, I like, was like, are we playing? Are we like, they want us to volunteer? We didn't know what it was. It was it was just crazy. We sent it to our coaches. We were like, does this mean we have a bid? We were like, what does this mean? But no, it was really cool. And especially making it into the main draw, we got to hang out and watch everybody compete in the qualifiers and not have to stress about that. So that was really cool. And just being around so many talented people. And I don't, it was just a really cool experience. It was a huge production. And yeah. It was cool being in the players tent. Like I kind of felt like I didn't belong, but it was really cool to like meet all those people, just hang out with them. And, uh, and then we had to play Taryn and Kristen. So that was fun. <laughs> oh, well, that was the next question. Like, you're like, Oh, we're in the main draw. Oh, we played Taryn. Yeah. And Kristen. <laughs> well, we kind of, yeah. we were looking at our matchups, like who we possibly could be playing. And we saw that they were near who we might be matched up with, but there was a team ahead of us. And then last minute, someone's points got switched. Mm -hmm. So oh. we were like, oh, thank goodness, we don't have to play them. And then the points <laughs> got switched, and then we got matched up with them. So it was just funny. Of course, we go all the way to California, and we play two teams that we've already played before mm -hmm. down here. So, <laughs> Oh, you'd rather get thumped by April and Alex, right? I would. That'd be <laughs> such a cool experience to play against them. <laughs> um, I guess, what, um, how was it different competing uh, against Kristen and Taryn in that professional setting versus in the collegiate beach setting? I wouldn't say it was too different. I mean, we didn't have a coach both times. Really. <laughs> well, because they played five at a time when we played them. Yeah, it wasn't too different. I think for us, at least, or for me personally, when I'm playing over summer, it's a little bit more relaxed and less technical, probably less strategy than it should be. And <laughs> They yeah. probably had more strategy. I don't know. They were probably like, but these girls are like messing around. Yeah, it was fun because we knew each other and we were like, hey, and just had a good time. Right. Well, we like kind of like that serving rule though. Cause oh yeah, the we, freeze point. The freeze oh, yeah. 
it helped us out <laughs> for sure. Made the score look better than it would, yeah, what exactly. really would have happened. Got like right? three aces at the end. I love that. <laughs> well, let's look at your fall training and competition. I imagine, um, yeah, I guess others that we've talked to had some fall tournaments, but what does FAU do uh, as far as fall competition and what you're doing up until day one, which is next week of the season? Yeah, um, we went to Stetson. Did we go to Stetson in the fall? Where did we go? We went to Vero Beach. Vero Beach. That's it. <laughs> we went to Vero Beach <laughs> and Stetson was there. Yeah. It was uh, it was like a weird tournament. It was um, it wasn't like duels or anything. It yeah. was kind of just like uh, you're on this court at this time playing this team. It was pool mm-hmm. play by seeds. So that was interesting. Yeah. But yeah. we got to play a lot of different teams and we definitely do a lot of tournaments I think we've done more in the past than we did Mm -hmm. now just because of COVID and the amount of girls that we have on the team but we have game day Fridays that we always do um I don't know in season like as of the spring we definitely do a lot more competition stuff within our own team right brought out the alumni we have red versus blue which is like an inner squad competition stuff like that so we try and keep like the level of intensity a lot higher in the spring now, do you ever get split up to play with another partner like each yeah, of you? Yeah, yeah, we do. In fall, we, we're almost never together. Yeah. Wow. And you guys yeah. can come right back and pick it up, huh? Yeah. yeah. We'll they, try and run to a court. If we have a drill that's just open, we'll try and run together. And then they'll get separate there. us. And then they're like, you too. <laughs> like, oh. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's nice though, because then we can help the other players and uh, we can help them get better. We can help them with our knowledge of just like being here for so long and then also like what happened last year like Matt got COVID I had to play with someone so it was kind of like I played with someone who I actually the first person I played with I had played with her at practice and we had done well but she was thrown into the one seed so that was very tough because she was not playing and then she just got thrown into the one seed and then the next day I played with the girl I'd never played before at the two seed so I think this year they were really focused on what happens if that happens again. Like we want to make sure that you guys can play with other people. We want to make sure that everyone can play with multiple different people just in case worst case scenarios happen. Right. Well, looking at the 2022 FAU team outlook, um, has anyone's performance caught your eyes? You don't have to reveal what pair they're playing at, but just <laughs> some, some talent that, that you're seeing on your squad. Um, I would definitely say look out for the two Czech girls and our two indoor transfers. They've definitely shown up and proved themselves. So it's really exciting and nobody has seen them play before. So that's another like kind of secret weapon that we have this year that we haven't had before. So that's really exciting. And then the people who are already on our team have gotten a lot better, but yeah, those, just been, yeah, they've just been working really hard and are killing it at practice. So yeah, we have a lot of returners, which is nice. And then, uh, how about you guys, your guys' particular pair? What's your outlook on the season based on what you anticipate seeing throughout the season? For our, our pair? For your pair, yeah. Uh, I don't know. We kind of try not to think too much into it. We just go out and have fun. And I mean, I always expect, not expect, but want us to do well. And yeah. We might see some more split blocking. I've been working. Yeah, on that's it. a little. We've been working on that. Surprise. <laughs> 
Yeah. Not a surprise now. Yeah, 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 great. Everyone knows. Everyone knows. <laughs> You're gonna see that. Well, because it can always change. I think yeah. we're just gonna try it out because the Clearwater tournament that we got second at, we split. And so then ever since then, <laughs> ever since then we've got we've been I've been really working on my blocking and she's been defense. working on her defense. Exciting stuff. Hey, so even as we have spoken um, today, the preseason collegiate beach volleyball.com committee poll is released. And I wanted to get your guys thoughts on uh, the poll itself, if you've seen it and FAU starting the season off at number 12. That's exactly where we were yeah. last year, right? I think it's a good spot for us. I think it gives us, it gives us room to improve and, but it also shows that we do have talent on our team. I think it makes sense. We were looking at all the teams and mm -hmm. I think we are where we should be. So until we can prove it. Yeah. Yeah. Now how about conference outlook? Now the CCSA, this is, is this the first or second year they split into the blue and aqua divisions? Is that how it's working? Yeah. This will be the second year. Yeah. So what's the outlook for, I think FAU's in the blue, correct? We're, <laughs> we're in the opposite of FSU and LSU. Yeah. Yeah, I think they're the aqua. So, um, but it looks like, I mean, FIU is with you in the, in your, we'll just say your particular <laughs> bracket of the CCSA. Um, what, what's the outlook for you guys, your team and you as a pair within that, the conference? Um, I mean, FIU and Georgia State are always teams that give us trouble and we kind of go back and forth with them. But the goal is to win conference and take that to nationals with us. So, I, I'm hopeful that we'll be able to do it again. And I don't know who FIU has anymore. Everyone that was our age is gone. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see who's left. Yeah. And I think we got over our stump because we kind of had like this stump that we just, even that one year we were 11 and one, like we, Georgia state, we beat them. Like it was like five Oh, and they beat FIU that year four one. So it was like, we just had this like mental stump about beating FIU. And we finally got over that last year. So I think, I think we can keep taking them. <laughs> there you go. Um, now for you two, I know you keep up with the game, but who are you guys watching? What teams are you watching across the nation? I think TCU and mm -hmm. GCU. I mean, they're both ranked super high in that poll. And I know they've got some really strong transfers and they came out strong last year. So I'm interested to see you know, who they yeah. are able to be in surprise. And of course, UCLA and USC are always good ones. Mm -hmm. And FSU, they always come out with strong teams, but I really like underdogs. Yeah. So. <laughs> Makes it exciting, especially when it comes down to that fifth court, everyone's yeah. watching and gathering around yeah. and the upset alerts going through all Twitter. <laughs> yep. Now, how about particular players? And they can be your own teammates if they need be. So, uh, but just across the nation, who are some of the top performers in your eyes? Um, well, for our own team, I guess the Czech girls, I think are really going to be like surprise people and no one even knows who they are. So that's going to be something. And Courtney yeah. Moon's been killing it at practice. Yeah. She also does these tricks. She's very tricky. Not going to give away any details. <laughs> the Moon sisters, I'm sure are going to surprise some people this year. Um, we have our friends Riley and Lexi at yeah. UCLA, which they did amazing last year, and I'm sure mm -hmm. that they're going to do amazing again. So, yeah, Riley was clutch at the number fives for UCLA. Yeah, I yeah. told her that because uh, 
she never wanted to be a blocker. And I was like, Riley, you turned into such an amazing blocker. But it's funny because we played together last summer and we, neither of us would stay up on any of our blocks. We would literally peel every single ball and and someone would hit it straight down. We're like, (gasps) we're like, okay, maybe we should stay a little bit more. So I think it's funny. Um, Who else? Anyone else? That's always good. Yeah. I miss, I may have talked over you. I'm sorry. What was that last name? Um, Elena Chacone. Okay, yeah. FSU, she's always good. Brooke Bauer transferred Brooke, to FSU. Oh, Brooke Bauer, like FSU. She'll be a good fit there. <laughs> That'll be exciting. Um, uh, yeah. Well, that's some good stuff. And and I know I have some other questions to ask you for another piece I'm doing. But um, if you're not sure who's on the screen or who you're listening to, that's Mackenzie Morris and Erica Brock of FAU. And they've got uh, not only the record wins for a pair at FAU, but they're doing some great stuff for the program, getting them noticed across the nation. Uh, they're, they're gunning for Gulf Shores uh, for the NCAAs. So uh, thanks for coming on to College Volleyball Weekly Beach Top 20 edition, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Viral Volley Podcast podcast. Be sure to follow Rob at Rob on the Mic on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook or at robonthemic.com. Check it next time.